You drinking that? He's got to stay hydrated. Yeah, man, I like the piece. Uh, that was something I didn't ever think I needed to try and something I don't think I'll ever want to try again. <laughs> Awesome Beer Burn Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. Joined here with Roger and Lucas. Hi. Hey, guys. Hi. How you doing? How are you? Good. So we've got tonight a special episode for you. This is a bunch of unique whiskeys that we've kind of collected over the last few months. So this first whiskey that we're going to do tonight is probably the... I don't even know how to get into this. I mean, it's... It's, it's a clear whiskey. It's, it's a clear whiskey. It's the lightest whiskey ever. <laughs> it is the lightest whiskey we've ever tried. The color is... How would you describe the color on that? That of a very well hydrated person urine. Yes. I was just going to say, it looks like you just poured it out of the faucet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be easily mistaken for vodka. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so, this is the youngest whiskey we've ever had on the show. We actually had to cart yeah, it I'm to make sure. Yes, you are special. <laughs> Lucas brought this for us. Um, I don't know if this is like a legit thing mm-hmm. that they're going to continue with, I or like so. if it's just that gag gift, or like what. <laughs> but this is the Paps Blue Ribbon Whiskey that has been aged for a whopping five seconds. Pretty much ran through a barrel and yes. dumped out. Um, <laughs> the mash bill on it is fifty-two percent corn. 27% malted barley, 17% wheat, 4% rye. It comes in at a whopping 80 proof. Which I think is going to help it more than hurt it, uh, considering I mean, the lack of age. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the color, channel. <laughs> it's clear. Okay, moving on. Yes, nose, there is what, none. <laughs> the nose, it smells like freaking butter popcorn. It, yeah, it it's does. really sugary and salty. It smells like butter, popcorn, salty peanuts, and it, it, not. It's not what I was expecting. No, like I was. Near. I was expecting like harsh, kill me right now. I was expecting like a vodka type smell mm-hmm. to it. You know, like that very upfront. Yeah. You know, like hard to kind of. Taking like, oh, but like, I don't have yeah. to, when I, you know, I don't have to pull back. I'm really scared to taste this and I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> But I'm clear. like legit scared to drink this. <laughs> Lucas, you were joking with us earlier. Did you just buy a packaging machine? And <laughs> No, I, 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 th- I think I will. <laughs> this is from the backwoods of uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of those things is like, you know, when you think of, I mean, it's essentially moonshine. You're just not calling it moonshine because it's been aged five seconds. Yeah. But it's essentially moonshine. So there's a chance you could lose your vision. Well, no, <laughs> it's not. It's been cut down. Like legit white lightning. You're looking at 160 to 180 proof. I mean, like. Well, I mean, if you drink two barrel, two bottles, it's 160 proof. That's true. Is that how that math works out? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I will be blind if I drink two <laughs> bottles of this. Roger, we're going to work tomorrow. I can't see. I, I finished <laughs> off the paps. <laughs> you finished off a case of beer? No, no the whiskey. <laughs> the whiskey. The spirit came to me last night. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? I'm going to try it. 
we'll let you try it first. You're not dead, so that's good. It's interesting. Okay. Okay. Ugh. It tastes like peas to me. It tastes like coffee grounds. Our coffee grounds, too. Yeah. It's got a coffee taste to it. I mean, oh, it, my. It's definitely <laughs> the 80 proof. It's definitely, I mean, it's not even like a little bit harsh to drink. I mean, I no. don't even, like. It's, it's like day old coffee grounds. It's not even like. It tastes like peas to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it tastes like. I, I get the texture that leaves in your throat. I'm getting it now. It's like, it kind of does taste like. It has that to it. It's yeah. like I forgot to pull the coffee grounds out of my coffee pot and I make another pot of coffee on it. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's just... It's... There's zero... Besides that first drink, like that first, like, kick you, there's zero flavor to it. Like, literally, yeah. it's gone immediately. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, the, the actual flavor. The aftertaste is there. And it doesn't want to leave... Ugh. This might This have, is unique. This might have won the title of the youngest and worst whiskey we've had. <laughs> and I would say I've brought some subpar whiskeys to whiskey nights. This would have been my worst. <laughs> this one, if you would have brought this. <laughs> well, first off, if we, <laughs> we saw some clear liquid this? in here, I think we would already I mean, know. if the competition was youngest whiskey, I win. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that'll ever be a whiskey night, but <laughs> I hope not. Keep this on the back burner. This might be <laughs> just a case. Uh, I wonder if you bought one of those mini barrels and poured it in a mini barrel and then aged it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, that would be it's it has not really obtained any flavor from a barrel. Yeah, so. there is no oak taste to it. Yeah. So Literally this... that five seconds is a joke. Yeah. See, I mean, if you didn't want to create the mash bill and everything, but you wanted to pour something into a barrel, this is a good starting it's point. MGP. It's crazy that this <laughs> That's is... That's what MGP whiskey is. Is it? Yeah. It's this, and then you put it in your own barrels. But it's crazy that that's all you have to do for it to be called whiskey. Five seconds. Is that literally it? That's crazy. That that's is all the you have to do. bare minimum. Uh, <laughs> like, why would whiskey even do that? Why would... I don't even... like. What is the idea behind this? Like, well, here's my here. I think it's back. I think you're thinking backwards. The people, the, whoever establishes the rules for it being whiskey, were like, five seconds. That's what will make the rule. It'll never be a comp. It'll never be in the conversation. But we're just yeah. gonna make it five seconds. So Paps is like, you know what? Let's test you know what? <laughs> you said five <laughs> seconds means whiskey. Hold our beer for a second. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna make a whiskey. <laughs> I'm gonna call you on hold this our, one. Hold my beer for five seconds. We're gonna make a whiskey. <laughs> We're going to take our beer and actually pour it through. <laughs> uh, that would have more color. Yes. And flavor. That is not good. Yeah. I think everyone should go buy a bottle because I think it's a fun one to have on a shelf. Yeah. And if, what you said was 20? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not... Like... 20 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. Buy it, put it on the shelf, and get a bottle for when Alex comes over. <laughs> like, hey, try this. is so good. Uh, I got to wash out my glass now. <laughs> that's nasty. Here, pass that over to Lucas. Thank you for bringing this. <laughs> you need that big of a pour. <laughs> like, I gotta up. rinse this all out of here. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yes. I could not taste a drop of that whiskey mixed with this water. <laughs> when you cut it? <laughs> there was nothing. 
Uh, so I should just drink this? Yeah, you can drink it. It tastes like, like water. Hmm. <laughs> that tastes like really, really weak coffee. <laughs> I wonder if you could do that, too. I wonder if you ran it through, like, a bourbon-flavored coffee and, like, let it soak with that. Like, put your bourbon coffee in a cheesecloth and put it in with that, what that would do to the flavor of it. That'd be interesting to try. Well, we have a whole bottle of it. Uh, and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so should we move on to some good whiskey now? Yes, let's do that. Let's go to the next one. So this is actually, it's kind of funny where we started with this one. This is a five-second age whiskey. We started with the first one. The next one was one from Still 630. Dave did a special release. Um, they, a couple weeks ago, had their 30th experimental release they had the um and they wanted to do a special whiskey with it so that was their single malts we talked about that go back listen to one of those previous episodes um but this one is a rare release of theirs this is actually a whiskey it's not a bourbon because it is their barrel master i believe yeah it is their barrel master whiskey that they create and they can actually sell a product or a mini barrel where you can pour your own whiskey in and age it yourself. And so this is a blend of um, a third corn, a third rye, and a third barley. So it's same amount of corn, same amount of rye, same amount of barley. They've actually been aging this one for 36.5 months. So it's just one a special one they've had. Um, there is no finish on it. Um, just done in their barrels new white oak barrel i think this might be one of my favorite whiskeys they have released i'm excited for you guys to try it not to put any you know nothing like a big build-up or anything yeah, but no. like <laughs> it was so good when i tried it Ooh, the nose on it beautiful color yeah not clear you mean Yes. Yeah. I can't see Kevin through this one. <laughs> so the color on this one is gorgeous. You gonna cork me? Cork you. Thank you. Alright, so the color on this one is like a really deep rich mahogany. Yeah. I mean like it it's almost red. Yeah, it's like for me, I mean you know how we're a sucker for color, like I would just be like, this has to be good, just by looking at it. Like, this yeah. is going to be the greatest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Comparatively, like, zero with the Paps and 100 with this one. Yeah, but I would put this up, even take the, the, the clear liquid we just drank out of the equation. Like, this stands up against some stuff we've seen in barrels for a long, yeah. long time. I think that for 36 months, that's, I mean, that's all this is aged. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. incredible. What do you think of the nose? It smells exactly how it looks. Amazing and rich. Rich, deep. Like, it's so well balanced between the corn, the rye, and the um, barley. Yeah, like, it really is. And I think, I mean, it is balanced because it's three parts equal. Yeah. And I, I don't want people to think, like, we're just blowing 
smoke up, <laughs> you know, like that's not true at all. Yeah. Like this is no, there's no smoke. This is not the barbecue version of this podcast. No. I like this. This is redeemed my taste buds from that previous. Oh my goodness, go buy a bottle right now. It's not available. It's a square oh, yeah. release. That's good. Wow. That is good. It's just smooth. Like, it coats your entire tongue. You get a little bit of the rye. You get that barley taste. And then it just ends with the smooth corn. Yep. That's good. That is really good. I don't know if this is really going to make sense. It probably is probably not going to make any sense. But it's all right. For some reason. Maybe I mean, when people get drunk, they'll hear this <laughs> and be like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Well, it's weird. For me, I guess. So the barley and the corn, like at the end, like that end of the barley into the corn, reminds me of cornbread. Hmm. For some reason. I don't get that. See, for me, like as it as it burns off, it it feels like smoke. Like it feels really really good, but it feels like whenever you're like smelling something while you're smoking something and you're like not the not the meat part of it but when you're smelling the wood that you're smoking like when you smell that that's how it feels on your tongue I mean I think this might be some of the best whiskey I've had from still 630 yeah and I don't just mean that like just to say that like I honestly believe this is incredible it really once makes me want to get one of their uh barreling kits and just yeah, do my just own. Yeah, do it, yeah. It won't probably be as good as this, but... If it can be close to this, it's worth it. I don't know if I could be patient for the 36 months. Having tried this, being like, <clears throat> oh, I can't try this for how long? Yeah. Mm. You just buy multiple kits. You start oh. them all at the same time, pull one out every six months. And just try it then. You just have to buy that many of them. Yeah, because <laughs> the they're, they're cheap. That sounds like a good... Uh, <laughs> Good use of my money. Or I could just see if Dave has any more of these and just buy them from him. Or how many he has close to 36 months <laughs> that he'd be willing to let go. This is really good, though. <clears throat> this this is, is good. And I don't know if it's maybe also, too, because we had distilled water a little while ago. I, I don't think so. I would almost... I would almost trade any one of the bottles that I currently own for a bottle of this. Wow. The Macallan would probably be the only one I wouldn't. What about you, Roger? Would you trade all your bottles for another? Not all, all of them. Any one of any them. One of, okay, so you can pick any one of your bottles. Yeah, probably. He would, Lucas would definitely trade the Paps. <laughs> I'll go buy three more of those and trade it for a bottle of this. <laughs> Maybe Dave can make something magical out of it. Ask him if he wants to make something magical out of that. I'll donate to him. Oh. He can have it. He can pour it in a barrel or whatever he wants to do. If he wants to try that and I get to try it afterwards, he can have that. We might have to see about that. Uh, this is really good, though. 
I think it's something special. I think it's a great way to celebrate that halfway point of the uh, experimental series. Um, but yeah, the color of it. I mean, I just can't get past that. So which one is this one? Number. This is R one. This is not. Any oh, this of the isn't one of this the experiments. This celebrate just... halfway done. Gotcha. So I can't wait to see what happens when we're all the way yeah, done. What are we gonna? <laughs> if the celebration halfway done was good, what's all the way done gonna be? Do you think he has one of these? Has been aging for six years. I mean, their five year rye is incredible. I still haven't tried that. I Don't mean, remind me of that, Kevin. It's delicious. <laughs> How long have they been in business? Uh. I don't know. Five years? Longer than that. I know, I know, I'm just saying that. Quite a while, but I mean. I'd be curious as to if there is anything that he started at the beginning that he still has not pulled out of a barrel. I don't know. That's a great question. He'll let us know. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Man, I feel like he just kind of. I just am like amazed. Again, like you said, not to like, you know, be too much on them, but it's like for the the amount of time that they barrel things, how good they are is ridiculous to me. I mean, I've had some older stuff that's really good. Like, I mean, we've got some old stuff over there on the shelf. But, I mean, for the price you're paying for the older stuff, yeah, I'm happy with this. That's just crazy. Well, that's, that's what I think is, like, it, every single time I want to take age out of the equation because he, whatever he's doing to age them the way he's aging them, it's just not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like it's if you magic. take any, uh, yeah, because if you take any other thing that's been aged that short of amount of time, you're like, yeah. this tastes young. It's going to be good in another three years. Yeah. Like, exactly. we're not saying that here. And I think a lot of the stuff we've had of his, it's like, this is really good now. I can't wait to see what it's like yeah. in X more months yeah. or mm-hmm. X more years. Like, if you stopped right now, I'd be happy with this. But let's go a little bit longer. Like, yeah. But yeah, I'm super impressed. So... To back up, we started with five seconds of aging, 36 months of aging. Now we're going to go to 11 years of aging. Um, Roger, you and I are part of a whiskey group here in St. Louis that we, you and I didn't get to participate yeah. in the pick, but we got to do our first whiskey pick of a Knob Creek, um, which super exciting. Um, give a shout out to uh, Evan and Taylor who did it and yeah. Josh. Um I, I never thought this was going to kind of come about. We'd always talked about it. Yeah. But um, they went down a couple months ago to Kentucky, picked out a bottle of, or picked out a barrel of uh, Knob Creek. And it was like one of those things, Roger, I don't know if you remember the group being like, oh, yeah, it'll come, it'll come. And it's like, I've been waiting for so long. Yeah. And now it's finally in my yeah, hands. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's um, crazy. But this was barreled on three five eighteen, and it was selected on eight twenty three nineteen or two thousand nineteen. So hold on, back up. Did I say eighteen or eight? Eight. 18. I said eighteen. Okay, so let's back that up because I'm gonna get one year whiskey. <laughs> no, this was barreled on three five two thousand and eight, and then it was selected on eight twenty three of two thousand nineteen. So that's old whiskey. That's a whiskey. It's a good I'm excited drink. to try this. Um, I mean, and let's just talk about Knob Creek's bottles for a minute. Yeah. They went from having clunky old yeah. labels that looked like a 10-year-old had designed it to now this <laughs> elegant gold. Sleek, yeah. I love the the label here of the um, 
the whiskey ring and the slabs group. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. see the old one up there. It's kind of cheesy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just a bunch of letters thrown onto a thing. But yeah, I mean, that the update is nice. I like the wax top on it too. That's cool. Um, I'm curious what what your thoughts were of that compared to your your other uh, your other pick. The other pick I have is the Total Wine. Yeah. Ooh, the nose on this one is so much better. I'm excited. This is the first time I'm trying it. I tried a little bit of it um, when I poured it for you, because you and I. Yeah. So, Originally, you and I, being cheap like we are, we split yeah. a bottle. And then while I was there that night, they're like, oh, we have extra bottles. I was like, oh, I don't want it. You know, I don't want another bottle. Okay, fine. I'll buy another yeah. bottle. And I ended up buying my own bottle of it. So Roger and I split a bottle. So I have half a bottle open. And then I've got one here that will save this one, Roger, for a while. Yeah. It's definitely different, right? This smells like butterscotch. Yeah, it does. Oh my god, I was just going to say that. Oh yeah, it really does. The butterscotch and a lot of oak. Holy moly, this is delicious. Smells Can we delicious. Smoke butterscotch, probably. You have to cold smoke it though. This smells so good. Well, this is 120 proof, so yeah, I just don't want to stop smelling. And it. I think we should say I forgot. Maybe we mentioned this with the R1 or not, but that was 100 proof. Yeah. So we went from 80 to 100 to our 120. So that's now. good that we went in the right progression, that's right? Good. Which is good because I'm glad we got the worst one out of the way. <laughs> um, Can you imagine finishing with that? It would have been such a letdown. <laughs> I think Aww. this Knob Creek would have burnt <laughs> off our taste buds. <laughs> maybe it would have tasted better. Um, what if we blend the Knob Creek with this? With why would the you? Paps? Why would you waste Knob Creek like this? Uh, it was just a bad idea. I'm sorry. Okay, so color-wise. Um, I'm, I'm not done smelling. Okay. It's not quite... I mean, it's very gold, like honey golden mm-hmm. type of color. It's not what the real, uh, the rare release from Still yeah, 30 no. was, but it's definitely a lot more brown and reddish color than the Paps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh, I wasn't ready for that, that one, Kevin. That Jeez. poor bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I think I'd rather just have a bottle of water. I wish they would have just put water in the. <laughs> we put this water through this barrel for five seconds. Take Enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, the color on this, I mean, it, it's an amber, coppery kind of color to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um,. But the nose, I mean, you just kind of get lost in it. It smells old. It smells... It smells so good. Yeah, it smells really good. I want cologne that smells like this. I would just smell myself all day. <laughs> I think it's got a little bit of that smoky barbecue kind of smell to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's that, that sugar like burning, yeah. Like that oak. Like when you burn oak. I think I like the rare releases nose better. But this is a very close second. Like I, I like the just the the simplicity of like you said the butterscotch. You know, like it's very butterscotch oak. I don't feel like there's much more than that. Mm-mm. A little bit of alcohol kind of smell to it. Okay. 
Very nutty. But not as nutty as some of the other Knob Creeks I've had. Yeah. Uh, sweetness to it, too. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily match the nose as I thought it would. I feel like it. the 120 proof doesn't stand out to me as yeah, much. Yeah, too, yeah. It's very subtle 120 yeah. proof. Like, some 120 proofs you have. Like, I feel like, like with a Weller 107, like, you... That 107, I feel like, sometimes is so much higher, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, this being 120 proof, it's very well balanced. I, I think it is well, well balanced. I think a lot of that is the flavor of it is balancing it. Because I think that if the proof was lower, you would taste the flavor more. So I think that it, I think it does have a deep flavor, but it's cutting a lot more because of the heat. So you think adding an ice or water, drop of water to it would... I think you would taste even richer and not and not cut you as hard. Well, we have some water here. Would you like to try it? Mm-hmm. I just went with two drops in mine. I like it without the water, but I think, like you said, the water, just the nose of it, it's opened up a lot more now. Has it? Yeah. Does it get a little more florally, or does it? Yes, it it does. Yeah. Wow. That's the difference. Isn't that weird? Do you know they, when they, did they, I guess they... They tried it with drops of water and like different. They tried a barrel proof, which I think was one twenty nine. Okay, and then they cut it down to one twenty. Okay. Um. That, but it's amazing just those couple drops of water on the nose. How much like more floral yeah. open it is. I didn't get the butterscotch nearly as much, but it tastes. No, it smelled. It smelled crisper. I get more oak after adding that water. Less of the sweetness. Yeah, it, it, it tastes deeper and richer. Maybe a little more like cinnamon type, mm-hmm. like on the back of my palate. It's crazy though. Like, who would think that adding just a couple drops of water, like we didn't even add that much to it, yeah. would change it that that much overall. All right, so if you were to rank these three, so obviously we've tried from five seconds of aging to 36 months to 11 years. And I think that's a great thing we can talk about afterwards, too, is the impact of aging on whiskey. Like, let's dive into that a little bit. What are you thinking? Well, I think the impact of aging has a ton to do with what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, your flavors are really going to change for the better and for the worse too. I mean, if you have something that's a, it could overage, and then you get too much of a good thing. I think you could also clear your clear your spot where if it's not aging well, it's just going to continue not aging well. It's not going to get better. But 
same thing. You have a law of diminishing returns. You're not going to get the those, same. Those are fancy words. So yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's is... like an economics class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to get the same change out of the whiskey from year five to ten as you are from years one to five. But in this case, I this is great. But if price out of it because I don't know what this costs and I know the other one's not available for purchase but I it, have the it t- is available for purchase but I, I'll, I'll tell you no 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 the, the still 630 right you can still yeah. I think you can still get some of the release bottles. other release bottles yeah but so they're only not, three seven fives. yeah so, so not being able to buy a full bottle of it if I could walk into the store knowing what both of them tasted like both of them were the same size and I didn't care about the price of it I would be buying the still 630 okay so that's your number one, and then you said that's my Creek. number one, and then Knob Creek. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not even going to equate that as an alcohol, let alone a whiskey. Perhaps. <laughs> Roger, what about you? <sighs> I keep going back and forth. Well, talk about what? Did, what do you think? Like what? What are your favorites of the Knob Creek? What are your favorites of the Still Six? Still Six Thirty. I'm just going to leave the Paps. Yeah, I mean, if you pick this. You don't have to I'm afraid. Please pick that. <laughs> so okay, do so, me a favor. Just like don't even care about you, like anybody respecting you. <laughs> just pick my bottle. <laughs> so okay, so for me, it's I like both of the noses. I like the the butterscotch on the Knob Creek, even though it got you know more floral with the with the water, but I liked. I just feel like the, I liked how, and I know it was because, well, I know it was the same amount, but I like the balance of the, the still 630 and the nose was good on that too. But like, I I really liked how balanced it was. So if you were to pick one, so I'd probably go still 630, the rare release, then the PBR, the white whiskey, and then, <laughs> and then, and then the the slabs pick, and then yeah, I, not, dude, the, I'm pretty sure if uh, Fred No knew that you would have picked his his whiskey after the PBR, he would drive all the way up here from Kentucky just to smack you in the face. I know. <laughs> here, here's the thing. Like, it, <clears throat> I liked both of them for different reasons so much. It, it was like, like if you take the three things, like the nose. The initial taste, the color, and the fit, like four things, I guess. So, nose, initial taste, color, and finish. I liked the yeah. color in the nose. I like the nose of this one, and I like the initial taste of this one. But I liked the color and the finish of the other one so much more. Yeah. I like the more upfront oakiness on the Knob Creek. This is probably my favorite Knob Creek I've had. Some of them I had are just so nutty. Yeah. And it's just, it's so hard to get around that nuttiness. Like, I've got one over there on the shelf that I'm just, it's like, eh. You know, it tastes like Knob Creek, you know? Like, it's just, it's what it is. Um, I felt like the rare release had very complex tones to it. Like, as you enjoyed it, it changed, and it was really good and really well done. Um, I think I got to agree with you. I think that beat out the Knob Creek. And it's it's hard once you know to not take that into consideration but the amount of aging from one to the other is right. just mind blowing to me it's just mind blowing and i wonder too like if we did these blind i wonder if we come back in a week or so after this is you know done if we do these blind 
are we going to feel the same? Obviously, we're not going to. Yeah, let's not even. I think, I think we would have to take smelling it out of it. Because if I smell it, th- there is such a different, th- like they are opposite sides of it. Yeah. If I smell this, I'm going to know exactly yeah, which one this is. Because this is the one of the best whiskeys I've ever smelled. The Knob Creek? The Knob Creek, absolutely. Yeah, I think Knob Creek's got one of those whiskeys that it's like the Buffalo Trace. It's like you can smell them and you're like, oh, this smells like a Buffalo Trace. This smells like a Knob Creek. This smells like a Wild Turkey. Like They're just so unique and yeah. so consistent among the brands. Um, yeah, I mean, the nose on this is really good, but there's just something about that sweeter nose that I like. And I think that's just more personal to me. Like I like sweeter whiskeys. I know you're, you're a scotch, you know, fan Lucas. And I know that that's something that you probably prefer more, more of those earthy tones. Yes. And I feel like you get that with the oh, Knob Creek. Yeah. You get a lot of that earthy, woody, nutty, nutty taste to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Roger, for you, I think knowing kind of your background on the culinary arts and all that, I think you can easily pick out those those tastes and all that. Yeah. And I think that for you, just from getting to know you and getting to know like your taste in whiskey, like you're I don't always feel like you uh, you like the nuttier or the yeah. earthier tones. I feel like you're more of the savory like I'm gonna create like this amazing like three course whole meal that flows well. And I feel like yeah. the Knob Creek it's got a little bit of that bite to it that makes it stand out unique that if you were creating a three course meal it wouldn't be part of that you yeah. just want to do it on its own yeah and I, I don't mean to be putting words in your mouth no, or anything no. like that, but that's just kind of yeah for sure getting to know you guys that's how I, f- I feel like our whiskey tastes are different yeah but I think overall I mean we had two really good whiskeys tonight <laughs> two really good ones we really had really one really ones. unique whiskey yes Lucas I, I mean as much crap as we're given this, I'm really glad you brought it because I think it's kind of cool to see like five seconds of aging is bad for whiskey, but even just 36 months. And I think we've tried some other stuff in the past that's, you know, 16 months and some other stuff that, you know, a little over a year and just to see that progression of change. And I, yeah. I think that'd be cool to do an episode. Well, I'm curious as to see, like, I don't know what. I, I haven't followed it other than knowing that they came out with a bottle and I was like, I got to go pick one up. I don't know if they have anything else in the works. Maybe they have 10 second whiskey. Maybe, but I'm thinking like maybe this was like, Hey, let's pour this mash bill through. Let's get something out. So people know we have a whiskey and then let's release a three year and a five year. And, and if that's the case, I don't know that the mash bill's bad. We don't know that cause we haven't tasted it comparable against anything else aged the same way right so once we have it aged for two years three years then we're gonna be able to say hey yeah this is a good mash bill and this is gonna taste decent it just doesn't taste decent right now i would love to see and kind of thinking of this barrel master's blend the one that dave did it over time progressively how it's changing like as soon as it comes out of the still then one month then two months then three months and just see progressively how is that changing the taste of it or even you know straight from the still six months a year a year and a half two years like yeah progressively what is what is that change doing because i think for us on on our journeys right now like we we appreciate aged whiskey but i want to know more about it i want to know like what is happening in that barrel the science behind it i think that's so cool and that just the loss that they have um But yeah, I think 
overall, this is one of those fun kind of episodes. Like we weren't planning on, you know, sitting down and enjoying these different types of whiskeys, but I think it's, it's cool to see what the age does to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very impressive. Um, and I think it shows you, you know, like the David and Goliath type thing, like still six thirties, a tiny little distillery here in St. Louis compared to Knob Creek, you know, uh, Jim beam, like, it's huge. Yeah. But each makes its own, own unique little stand, and it's good. I enjoy it. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, on your whiskeys? If it's going to be aged less than 12 months, just go buy Moonshine. I think Moonshine has more flavor. It does. Um, it it really does. does. I mean, we've had Moonshine. <clears throat> like, I've had legit Moonshine. Yeah. And I love the taste of legit Moonshine. This... No bueno. Well, I don't even, I like I don't like flavored whiskeys, but when you get like the full throttle like apple pie moonshine, Ooh. like you can even taste the crust inside of that thing. Yeah. And Andrew's got good. a apple whiskey, apple pie whiskey. Oh, it is, is so it good? freaking good. I'll have to try that. I'm gonna have to see if he'll when I he like bre- apple when pie. he distills some more. I'll have to see if he will make me a batch. It's so good. Roger, any last thoughts? You want to tell everyone how much you love this PBR whiskey? <laughs> yes. Do you think it deserves its blue ribbon? I do. I think it should have been at least second. I want to know who's giving out the blue ribbons because I, I'm i not a big PBR fan beer-wise at all. Well, I, I'm I'm a fan when it's like after I've drank some other stuff. and Like a 30 of what, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm like, oh, I need some more beer. There's a PBR. Really cheap. Yeah, I'll get this. It's really good then. I brought PBR over to my father-in-law's house once, and he almost told me just to leave. <laughs> I wish he would have. <laughs> I like PBR. Like, I don't mind it. Like, when I when I want something cheap, and yeah. I don't want to just buy Bud Light. Yeah. Did you have your cardigan on and, like, a scarf? No, I had my ascot in. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like, I just, it's one of those, like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. This is not what it is. This no. is nowhere near. No. Their beer tastes better than this. Distill your beer, PBR. Yeah, <laughs> try that. We've had distilled beer, and it's good. So, gentlemen, you want to throw out your uh, Instagram handles? You want people to follow you, I guess? Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, even, they I listen even... to us. Roger, know. where are you? I don't even know anymore. I think it's Roger underscore Bentley underscore B-I-B. You've got all kinds of exciting things coming up, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just pretty cool. and You are pretty cool. You know. You're always posting pictures of your delicious foods. That's true. It makes me angry. You'll send me pictures. like You sent me one a couple of weeks ago of you, I think it was steaks or something like that. Like, literally, middle of the day. Like, I'm sitting at <laughs> working, and I'm like, why? Why are you sending me this? This is so freaking good. I yeah. hate it and I love it. Yeah. It's, Lucas, yeah. go ahead, Roger. No, 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 no. Finish your thoughts. No, I was just saying I, I do enjoy when I know it's something that Kevin's going to like to definitely send him a picture just to to peeve him a little bit. Interrogate me. <laughs> Antagonize. Antagonize. That's the word I'm <laughs> It's this PBR started interrogating him at work. <laughs> You will look at the future. Tell me how much you like it. Do you know how much this steak is? Uh, it's the PBR whiskey. We'll blame it on that. 
it's fried a couple of my brain cells. So that moonshine, it didn't make me blind. It just cost me it cost me brain cells. Lucas, where can people find you? What are, what are you up to now? We're glad um, you're back with us for a little bit. I'm glad I'm back. It's it, Tonight has been fun, and I hope the, the rest of adventures will be fun. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping tonight, we'll get you on in a little bit further. more. Yeah. A little bit more regularly. Yes. Anytime. Text me. Call me. Beat me if you want to page me. Totally thought about that. Kim yeah. Possible. Good, I'm glad you got uh, yeah. that Kim Possible yeah. reference. Kim Possible. <laughs> so, Lucas, what, what are you up to? Um, Just really getting behind the board anytime I can. So mixing, sold. mixing. Yes. Let's, let's yes. Not yeah. any other. I, I don't. I don't. Do you like the plywood any, or you like yeah. the, the laminate <laughs> two by four? I I, uh, I I'm not that good of a woodworker to where you'd want to purchase any of anything that I would hammer together. So don't do that. Um, but if you need someone to mix a show, call me please. Uh, no, uh, sold underscore audio will be my Instagram. That's where I'm most active on social media. And I use active very loosely. I'm You're really about as active as this whiskey is aged. <laughs> That's probably true. I'm really active when I'm there and I'm bored, which is rare. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if I'm there and bored, you'll get a show. Well, that's good. <laughs> and I'm Kevin. You can follow me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Um, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. Um, hopefully with this new year coming out, we're going to kind of hit the podcast a little bit more strong. I know we kind of fell off the wagon a little bit in 2019 at the end of it. Uh, but hey, life's crazy. This is yeah. not the podcast to be falling off the wagon on. No, this is the podcast. <laughs> Get on that wagon. Get on the wagon. <laughs> Uh, but we hope you appreciate it. Um, if you do like it, give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue. Um, we love hearing about all of our listeners, what they're drinking, what they're eating. Um, and we just appreciate any feedback you want to give us. So on that note, we hope you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.